Former President Trump's accounts there and on Instagram will stay suspended for now because of comments he made that violated the site's standards and fueled the Capitol riots January 6th. The board found Mr. Trump's words to rioters, quote, legitimized their violent actions, but it also found that Facebook acted inconsistently with its normal standards for suspending accounts because there was no time limit. Co-chair Michael McConnell. It must either restore Mr. Trump's account, finding that the period of suspension has met its purpose, make the suspension permanent, or suspend the account for a determinate period of time. It's given Facebook six months to complete a review. What the hell is that? This is the Stone on Air radio show. What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Like my generation, I have no apologies. Like my generation, yeah. All right, well, it is the first good day of the week. The first Wednesday in May. Cinco de Mayo. A date that people in Mexico barely care about. That people in America lose their bleep about. More on that in a few minutes. Welcome in. It is the somewhat four joint. Oh, let me say that again. The somewhat for-profit joint venture known as the Stone On Air Radio Show, later disguised as a podcast on the flagship new radio 92.7. Sun is coming out. It's looking fantastic out there. It was so nice yesterday. My name is Brian Keon's back in the saddle with me today. Um, I, I didn't even know until late last night that tornadoes were all over the southeast again. I don't know how I fell asleep on that one. Uh, several areas in the South got hit with some, uh, some, some tornadoes and some really overall just crappy weather. Obviously, we had a ton of rain yesterday, and I just, I just didn't know. I don't know how I fell asleep on that one. But it was so damn nice to have all the windows open last night and just the, you know, the falling rain and cooking some food and watching just some random nonsensical television in the kitchen. It was just a really nice, relaxing night. And then later I flipped on a, you know, a news blurb here and there and saw, oh, well, the reason we're getting all this awful weather all day is because it's just the, uh, it's the periphery of another outbreak of tornadoes in the Southeast. I still never even saw any headlines as far as uh, how much damage it had uh, occurred, but uh, tornado season in the Southeast, it's a real deal. Uh, Let's see, what am I going to do today? This hour will evaporate very, very quickly. Several things to get to. Some of them I won't make it to completely. Um, none of it is overly important, but I think some of it will be interesting. Uh, at least that's what I hope. I always hope that everything we do here is, is at least somewhat uh, interesting. In the um, the final uh, the tail end of this segment, in about 10 minutes from right now, I'll get you three pieces of audio, all coming from TikTok, the social media that keeps on giving. Realest thing, coolest thing, worst idea. Get to that here in a little less than 10 minutes from right now. 
in the second segment of the show. I, I'm a celebrate the calendar kind of guy, and I didn't have a show yesterday on May the 4th. And yesterday, the 4th marked 51 years since the Kent State shooting in 1970. The protesting of the Vietnam War <clears throat> and the National Guard killing four, wounding nine. And it's something I've always been a little fascinated with my entire life. Even as a kid in, in, in high school, I actually did a, a history project on the Kent State shooting that I'll talk a little bit more about in the second segment and just kind of talk about now versus then. 1965 to 1975-ish, somewhere in there. Middle to tail end of the 60s and into the 70s, the Vietnam War, the draft, you know, the political uh, ideological battles amongst the youth and adults. We act like right now things are like really awful. I don't think that things are really actually that awful compared to many other times in American history. We'll do that in the second segment of the show. And in the final segment of the show, we talked about it at the end, a little bit of uh, Fred the Show. Don Trump, are they going to let him back on Facebook? Is he gone forever from Twitter? What about, you know, where, where are the responsibilities of these social media companies? I don't know or really care about any of that, but I have the uh, several of what would be his tweets that just now come into my inbox. So we'll go to the desk of 45. I think the uh, office of 45 or something like that.com. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. I'm sure he's hacked your email just like he has mine somehow and got the uh, what would be his tweets but are just now in your inbox. We'll spend a, a segment taking a look at some of his latest would-be tweets from the desk of 45. So a couple things real quick. Keon's back uh, with me today. The uh, You got your second dose, and uh, it knocked you out a little bit, huh? Yeah. Uh, part, part of the problem, I do think it was my fault that I, I was a little I, – I had the crud going into it. Um, oh, so you like doubled down on the already yeah. already not feeling good to begin with. But I, I didn't want to reschedule it, so I, I just went for it anyway. Well, took me out for a day. Just just a day, and then you're back up and running after that. See, that that's what I was talking to Jason about on Monday, and I've, we've probably done it on the show when you've been here too, is that I, I, I haven't got the vaccination yet, and I'm going to. I absolutely am going to. But I, I, I've been a little, I don't know, timid because I don't want to get sick. Like, I have a feeling if I go do this, it's going to, it might make me sick. I, I, I don't like the thought of that. I will say I went with my brother. He was fine. He was totally fine. Yeah, huh? nothing, like, didn't notice. And I know some people have had no uh, side effects whatsoever. So, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I planned on doing it a couple weeks ago, and then I thought, oh, maybe I'll do it this week, and now we're halfway through the week. I won't do it this week, but I will do it soon. Everybody should do it. I just, I don't know. It's just one of the, it's just so that weird little thing. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but... Uh, I mean, I hesitated, too, early on. It's just, you know, I decided, you know what, let's just, let's just get, it, <laughs> get it out of the way, and then you have to think about it. All right, so this show will be available as a podcast at stoneonair.com, and I noticed recently, as I've now uh, posted all the shows as, as a podcast, and it's very easy. It's just got to get into the remember to do it kind of thing and it's just a, it's an rss feed as they call it you can grab it at any, anywhere where podcasts are available it's not like this audio link on stoneonair.com but you can get the links to 
the uh, Apple Podcast and the uh, wherever else. I don't remember. A uh, guy we call Lord Taco does my website. He put it up together for me. Um, but I'm noticing the little amount of metrics and analytics that I do. Now that I post all these, the numbers have fallen off a cliff. Like, there's no one's <laughs> listening to the podcast. Hopefully, hopefully it's because you've already listened to it on the radio. And there's now no reason to download it. Um, I don't blame anybody because I get it. Like it used to be for four years or so, I would do once a week, an hour, pretty detailed hour, but once a week, the midweek download destination, and there's your hour and you pick when you want to watch it and, or listen to it. And it would get plenty of, you know, I mean, it still wasn't a really staggeringly awesome number, but it was significantly better than it is now. But now it's three hours a week, almost. And then, as of now, we'll, we'll be in here with you tomorrow. It's going to be almost four hours a week. So I I, I get it because I don't listen to podcasts hardly. To me, a podcast is like a television show. I got to sit down and and zero in on the content for however long that it is. So, like, when I travel, I listen to podcasts the whole time. Um, if I'm working in the yard, if I'm cutting the grass, I pull a podcast up and listen to it because I'm zeroed in. But, like, if I'm just hanging around in the kitchen or just driving down the road, I've got the radio on or music just because that's that's designed to just be background noise. A podcast is designed to start, uh, uh, get invested, and then finish. So if I'm throwing four hours at you now all of a sudden, I get it if you don't want to listen. But it is a little like, damn I, And I do think part of it too is you you kind of, the podcast disappeared for a little bit. So maybe the That's audience kind of wandered it, off. Maybe, maybe it did disappear for a little bit, but not that long, not that long. Um, but anyway, it is available for you, and it doesn't take any amount of uh, work to do it. So it'll continue to always be there, even though only dozens of you are downloading <laughs> the oh, podcast. Man. This is Nuka Radio ninety two point seven, the flagship of the podcast. Let's jump to uh, the uh, audio I have for you today. If we could please key on, we'll start today with the realest thing. This is if all this is TikTok's nonsense. Um, if people were honest at their high school reunion, this is what it would sound like. Today's realest thing. What's up, man? Remember me? Not at all. But how you been? Terrible. Hate my job and haven't been intimate with my wife in over a year. You? Same. Super in debt and I just lost my job because I got a DUI. Oh, nice. I got one of those. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I have a gambling addiction. Dude, I was at the casino last night. Tried meth. You got any kids? Two, but wish I had zero. You? One, but I don't think it's mine. My wife's been cheating on me. Wow, I'm jealous. You gonna leave her? Oh yeah, plotting my escape as we speak. Well, good luck, man. Nice to meet you. You too, man. Take care. <laughs> I'm telling you, TikTok is the most fun I have every day. I know I'm a total dork about it. Um, this is, what is this? Sometimes I just forget what I even did the night before. Oh yeah, today, this is the coolest thing. This is a guy who has an account and keep in mind a lot of these people are making pretty good money with tiktok they pay and i know youtube does too and other social medias might as well but they pay per like thousand views so if you're if you're able to build an audience a lot of people are making a living making these tiktok videos um, it's not just a bunch of dumb kids dancing around looking stupid there's plenty of that too but there's plenty of other stuff that's not that this guy takes suggestions from his followers to um, to recreate harmonizing harmonizations from uh, from songs from well known songs, 
and it's just it's just it just sounds cool. I don't know his name. I didn't write it down. I don't even know the the tag, you know, the at tag or any of that stuff. But this is today's coolest thing. It's Toto's Africa on Nuga Radio ninety two point seven. Bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rains down in Africa. It's gonna take a lot to drag me away from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. I bless the rains down in Africa. Gonna take some time to do the things we never had. Ooh. So that guy does that for a living, just takes suggestions and just does overdubs of vocals. And uh, there's a little bit of information on the screen that makes it a little bit easier to understand what he's doing. But you, you get the idea. This is today's worst idea. This is another uh, lady who does something not similar to that, but a, a recurring thing where she takes awful situations we used to deal with in real life before the pandemic and then gives you this response as to just think it's about to get back to this. It'll make more sense when you hear this, and you're going to hear more of this coming along uh, as, as the show goes along over the next, you know, however long, because some of them are hysterical. This is today's worst idea, which is actually kind of the coolest thing, but I'm just going to call it the worst idea. Just think. One day real soon, we're going to finally be able to put on our favorite conservative turtleneck from Macy's that our mom bought us and then head over to our Aunt Rita's for a family gathering that we've been guilted into and then try not to gag while eating her broccoli casserole that's mostly just mayonnaise and then barely evade a kiss from our creepy Uncle Rick and then get called a dumb libtard by our racist cousin Phil and then smoke a joint in the garage with our teenage nephew Rolf and then spend an hour looking at Aunt Rita's collection of eyeless dolls and then spiral into a black hole of paranoia because your nephew gave you shit weed and you're in a room full of eyeless dolls and then spend the rest of the night hiding in the back seat of your mom's Nissan under the cover of your favorite conservative turtleneck from Macy's. <sighs> just a little at the end she just does one of these after another i don't know why i think that's freaking hilarious i know it's not probably to most but i i really enjoy that more of those coming as uh as the show continues what will now be on thursdays fridays mondays wednesdays thursdays fridays good pull on the toto africa keon this is new radio 92.7 the flagship of the somewhat Occasionally listen to podcast at stoneonair.com. Coming up next, Kent State. The National Guard came in and killed four, injured nine, 51 years ago yesterday. And what would it possibly be like to be a young person, an activist growing up in that time frame? We act like everything's so terrible now. Imagine being a young person in the, in the 1960s. Sometimes it's easy to forget how insane of a time that was we'll go back in the delorean and talk about it next you're listening to the stone on air radio show on Nuga radio 92.7 on may 4th 1970 the ohio national guard opened fire on students protesting the vietnam war 
leaving four students dead. This tragedy, known as the Kent State Incident, further divided a nation already torn over U.S. involvement in Vietnam. Uh, obviously, when four people lose their lives and nine are injured, the consequences are never justified. And I don't think you can broach it in those terms. I do think you have to approach it in the terms of the lives of the guardsmen that was being jeopardized. Up on top of the hill and um, turned and just, you know, and then some kid yelled, here it comes. And it was, you know, we, we looked up and I was looking for a tear gas canister and next thing I know they were, you know, shots were firing. So I jumped behind this car and some kid yelled, there were live bullets because, it, you know, there's a car window shattered. And, and finally it was over I got up to run away and this guy says, you know, oh my God, this girl's shot and he picks her up and she has this, you know, bloody spot on her jacket and there's blood coming out of her mouth and, you know, it just sort of ran. I felt I should have stayed and helped her, but I was afraid. I mean, before that I was angry that the guards were here and I wanted, you know, this is my campus. I have a right to be here. I felt like we'd been invaded and... Four dead in Ohio. Neil Young's absolutely brilliant song. Written, recorded, and released within like a week of the Kent State shooting 51 years ago. Technically on the books, it's a Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young song. Welcome back in. It is Nuga Radio 92.7, the flagship for the Stone On Air radio show that is later disguised as a podcast at stoneonair.com. So we go four days a week starting tomorrow. I did not have a show on Tuesday yesterday, thankfully. Needed to rest. Most Tuesdays, I'm about ready to sleep in and not do anything important. And I used to do that on Thursdays, but that's going to change starting tomorrow. Me and Keon will be here with you 10 until 11. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays. Gary and Tide will continue to be in here with you on Tuesdays. Guys, keep doing that show. <laughs> keep keep bringing in that, uh, that revenue and keep doing that Tuesday show, please. I love it. It's my favorite radio show. It's my second favorite radio show. This is my favorite. Y'all are my second favorite. I want to continue to have that Tuesday off. Um, but so, yeah, yesterday was May the 4th. So all the Star Wars dorks had, you know, had their fun for the day. Uh, I looked at it more as the, the anniversary date of the Kent State shooting, which I'm, I'm going to spend a few minutes on. Uh, Keon, I can't remember. Star Wars, yay or nay? Is that a thing you're into? I'm okay with it. I watched it as an adult, so I don't have any of the nostalgia wrapped up in it. I just thought they were good movies. I've never seen uh, <clears throat> any. I've never seen more than twenty minutes of any of like in a row of 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 any of the movies. I've seen a collective couple hours over my life, but I can't tell you which. <clears throat> excuse me, which one is Empire Strikes Back or <laughs> Return of the Jedi? Like I don't. It, it just it's never appealed to me. Um, the, the only one I remember that I've seen the most was when it's Harrison Ford and princess Leia, Leia, whatever her name is. And I think Chewbacca might be when they're, when they're in this area where it's like a bunch of water and garbage and the walls are closing in on them. 
Is yeah. that scene happening? Remember you, that, I, I do. For some reason, I, that's the only I, scene I've seen more than a couple of times. And I even, I guess, I don't know. I'm just doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying that's the only part of the movie I remember other than Luke, I'm your father and, you know, stuff that we all know. But I just don't get it. And, and it's almost turned into, like, I'm never going to see it. I won't do it. I'm not so, going to watch these yeah, movies. Yeah, so the, the thing is it's gotten so culturally ubiquitous and also the people who want you to like star wars are so annoying it's very easy to just <laughs> dig your heels in and go no i'm not, i just don't want to i don't want to be a part of this yeah it's but a, I, I got around to watching them they're good movies you've seen all the the post ones too like the prequels yeah see i remember when that round of of movies started coming out around the turn of the century might have been 99 somewhere around there and then the Jar Jar Binks thing that everybody made fun of, and he was just the most annoying thing ever. And I mean, like, he he is, and then and actively, then, and t- and just to me, Samuel L. Jackson is in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> what that, are you doing? Well, look, I I don't know if you've seen his filmography, Samuel. L. He's Jackson. in a little bit of everything. He does not say no to yeah. very many movies. No, you're right, he doesn't. There, there, there's not many roles that Sam Jackson isn't going to show up for, but. Uh, so anyway, so May the Fourth is uh, obviously a, a very special, fun day for uh, a lot of people, and good for you. Like, I mean, I'm a Back to the Future junkie. There was only three of those. Like, I can get lost in Back to the Future trivia and like little like, hey, look at this frame to frame and this little thing that's over here in the corner that's a little out of you know all those kinds of dorky filmography kind of things. So I get why people are into it. I just don't have any desire. I don't want to be in that conversation. I don't want. I don't want to be involved. May the fourth doesn't mean anything to me, but good for you. I hope you had a fun Star Wars dorking out day. Uh, are they done with the Star Wars movies? Or are we doing more of these? No, we're going to take probably a break, and then we're going to get back to it because they've sold all of it off to Disney, yeah. I believe. So Disney, if, D- Disney's cashing in. Yeah, they're not. I gonna, mean, they're there's not, no way Disney bought all of that to not use it yeah so there'll be plenty more star wars episode 15 coming soon enough but um so anyway there you go may the 4th hopefully you enjoyed your day uh may the 4th i noticed yesterday was the um 51st anniversary of this of the shooting at kent state in uh in ohio uh in 1970 and 60s counterculture into the 70s as well has always fascinated me fascinated me and um if just for a quick just brush up on 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 the kent state situation from 1970 51 years ago uh four were killed nine were injured when members of the ohio national guard opened fire on a crowd gathered to protest the vietnam war some political observers believe the events of that day in northeast ohio tilted public opinion against the war and may have contributed to the downfall of President Nixon. At that time, according to the the little bit of uh, brushing up of history I did yesterday, protests for the Vietnam War were starting to fade. They weren't they weren't as aggressive as they were throughout the late end of the of the 1960s. So this was May of 1970. But on April 30th, 1970, Pres- President Nixon authorized US troops to invade Cambodia a neutral nation located west of Vietnam. North Vietnamese troops were using safe havens in Cambodia to launch attacks on the U.S.-backed South Vietnamese. 
Controversially, controversially, the president made the decision without notifying the Secretary of State, William Rogers, or Defense Secretary, Melvin Laird. Even before Nixon's formal announcement of the invasion, rumors of the U.S. military incursion into Cambodia resulted in protests at colleges and universities across the country. At Kent State, these protests actually began on May 1st, the day after the invasion. With a major protest already scheduled for noon on the May the 4th, 1970, that had now been going since the 1st. So this is four days in of activism and protesting on the Kent State campus. Once again on the Commons, university officials attempted to defuse the situation by prohibiting the event. Still, the crowds began to gather at about 11 a.m. that morning, and an estimated 3,000 protesters and spectators were there by the scheduled start time. So the, the school said, we're not doing this. You're not allowed to gather. And they did anyway. The governor then sends in the uh, National Guard. And at some point over the course of, I think it was 13 seconds. I have a lot of stuff highlighted here that I'm not going to get to nearly any of it. Uh, over a 13-second period, nearly 70 shots were fired in total. Some in the air, some directed directly at the protesters themselves. Four were dead, four dead in Ohio, nine injured. And it was a, you know, there, there was another shooting a, a week or two later at, a, at a, a mostly black college in Alabama. Now, Neil Young didn't write a song about that one, so we don't remember that one. But this wasn't the only uh, case of, of violence from the National Guard on university protesting and activism in the 19 late 60s and early 70s and it just makes me think back to that time frame and how fascinated i was with it as a kid uh, i did a, a history project we had to make like a mobile you know like the things that hang from a crib kind of thing where we had to make a mobile uh, that was that we would hang from the ceilings of our class of our social studies class that uh that was a significant time in American history. Could be whatever you wanted. Could be the Civil War. It could be whatever you wanted it to be. And I picked the. I did the Kent State shooting, and I got little um, GI Joe Army guys with their guns out, and little um, I don't remember Lego people dead on the ground. Four of them, and then painted red blood on all of it. Put a little box that you used to put your checks in. That you used to get your your checks from the bank. Put that there glued it on there, wrote Kent State University on the on the side of the box, and then wrote Ten Soldiers and Nixon's Coming on all the way around the 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 circle or the square. Ten soldiers and Nixon's coming. We're finally on our own. This summer I hear the drumming four dead in Ohio. I got a one hundred on that project, by the way. I had a cool t shirt. So uh I've always been fascinated with that time frame. And then I I think about when we talk about these days, like, oh my God. Can you believe this Black Lives Matter protest? Can you believe this? All these crazy things happening. Crazy president. Crazy this. Crazy that. Hey, times have never been like this. It's just so unprecedented. And while maybe much of what we're experiencing is technically unprecedented, I don't know that it's that it's much more dangerous or that much more odd or off kilter than any other time in American history. This is what we do. This is what the world does, but I'm specifically zeroing in on on the United States of America. This is what we do. We, have, we we we're we're filled with activism. 
We want to make changes. We want things to be different. We want things to be better. Imagine the 1960s as a, as a younger person. I still put myself in a younger person category. Not only was there a war in some Asian country that none of us can pick out on a, on a globe if you gave us you know 30 seconds to find it because of our terrified nature of the Red Scare, which this is not what that was. If the North Vietnamese take over the South, that's not changing the world. That's not changing America. That's not changing the Red Scare. There's no oil. I don't know. I don't even know why the hell we were doing that, other than the fear of of communism uh, spreading across that area of the world at the time. And nobody who was a young person was interested in this. And then not only that, not only do we have a war that nobody knows why we're there or even where it is, we're sending tens of thousands of people to die left and right. And not only are they going, they're not just enrolled and enlisted in the army, we're drafting them and making them go. Are you kidding? What? I would love to be able to just transport and be a 19-year-old kid in 1968 and try to tell me I'm going to Asia to fight a war. I don't even know what it is. Oh, yeah? Oh, Canada. Or I'm off to Tijuana, bro. Cancun, I'll see you in a few minutes. What are you? And then if you don't, you're chastised by two-thirds of the country for being unpatriotic. And you're probably going to jail if you don't leave. And if you don't get out and do it correctly, you'll sit in jail. I mean, the, the Born on the Fourth of July, Platoon, all these movies you've seen, those are pretty accurate depictions of what, what the hell was going on at that time. What? <laughs> yeah, come and get me. Yeah, you think you're going to send me off to Asia? And then the rest of the country, if I don't go, is going to chastise me for being unpatriotic? Screw you, dude. Screw you, Uncle Sam. We have a president killed in the middle of that decade. His brother killed a couple years later, who was then going to run for president. MLK assassinated. Don't tell me now where all of a sudden these days things are all kinds of crazy. The 1960s were a trip, man. I'm going to send you to war to get killed in Asia. For what reason? The wild time. 51 years ago, yesterday, the Kent State shooting by the National Guard in Ohio. We'll go to the desk of 45. Coming up next on Nuga Radio 92.7, the flagship of the Stone On Air radio show, later disguised as a podcast at stoneonair.com. Stone On Air on Nuga Radio 92.7. He doesn't understand that if you're president of the United States, you can't just talk. It looks like you're just talking because you're moving your mouth and vibrating your vocal cords, but there's this other art that you're supposed to master. He wasn't interested in that sort of thing, say, in school. This is somebody who is numb to the artful. He has a rather narcotic joy in dismissal and belittlement rather than building and decorating. And that's what's so striking about listening to this person talk. But something else that left was the sense that you put speech in its Sunday best. All of us nowadays at least fake it to an extent. But we could have predicted that somebody was going to come along who really just didn't even bother to do anything but talk rather than speak and could even become president of the United States. I don't think that Trump is going to be last in that regard, the oratorical regard, hopefully the other things. But oratorically, he's the beginning of something new. 
That is a linguistics expert professor from somewhere. I can't remember now. On with Brian Williams a few years ago. Talking about former Trump, former President Trump. This is Jay Bird doing Johnny Cash's classic. I've been everywhere, man. Should be at the Signal on May 16th. Just a darling, adorable woman from the UK. Love her music. I will be at that show. First time I've been at the Signal in well over a year. Maybe closer to a year and a half. And we got tickets to give away. If you see any social media posting that involves the Jade Bird show at the Signal, like it, share it, comment on it. And you will be thrown in a virtual hat. And we will pull a name, a couple of different names. I think we have three pairs. But we'll do that the week leading up to the show on May 16th. Thanks to The Signal for providing that for us. It is an acoustic-only show. I'm a little bummed by that. Her her with a full band is really good. I'm sure her with just an acoustic is going to be fine, too. But oftentimes, really, those acoustic sets, that's just, you know, a, a, a guy on a guitar, a gal on a guitar, usually those are are romanticized more because you know the music so well. So when you hear the stripped-down version of just him or her with a guitar, you appreciate it to a, a different level. Not going to see somebody you're not that familiar with. That's a little bit more on the boring side, I would say. I, I'm Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe people don't think about it that way as much, but I think I'm closer to right, correct on that, And so if you're going to see somebody you only kind of know and they're stripped down with just them and a guitar, I could see the boredom factor setting in quicker than if like, if you go see Neil Young and him, just him and a guitar, which I've done before. And I've seen Neil Young with a full band electric and they're two completely different shows. And the reason to sit down at the Grand Old Opry 20 years ago with Neil and just a guitar, the reason it was so awesome was because Oh man, this is, you know, this is the guy. This is the, you know, the folk legend with just a guitar totally stripped down. That's amazing. If I had barely heard of Neil Young and went to a show at the Grand Old Opry and saw him with just him and a guitar singing Old Man and uh, Heart of Gold and songs I'd never heard of before, I'd probably be like, eh, I don't really know what this is, you know, so whatever. So anyway, all that to say, I can't wait for it, and it's going to be awesome, and you can get her music into your uh, your, your regular rhythm because uh, it's very catchy stuff. Like, you can get, I mean, you just listen to it a couple times. It's like, oh, man, that's great. There's another one. Ah, that's great. So anyway, that'll be at the signal. And like, share, follow, all those kinds of things to be qualified for a pair of tickets. My name is Brian. He is King on. This is Nougat Radio 92.7, the flagship for the Stone on Air radio show, later disguised as a podcast at stoneonair.com. So, open up that um, this segment as we just got a few minutes left here with talking about le- the way you talk talk versus speaking. Um, you know, I think Don Trump is a fascinating person. I think uh, I think he's I think he's funny in some ways, uh, just from his kind of caricature nature. Um, when he's not president, when he's president, it's terrifying. <laughs> when he's not president, 
I actually think it's pretty funny. And the uh, political entertainment complex that has gripped the nation makes it for even better theater. Um, he's continuing to double down on everything is fake and stolen and not real. And anybody who disagrees with him on this is now virtually being shunned by the party. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting to see where the Republican Party, both parties, really, for the next decade. But for the next election cycle, a year and a half from now, the next presidential election cycle, three and a half years from now, it's going to be, uh, I think all bets are off here. I, I don't think there's any way to kind of handicap where this is going to go and how it's going to go because these parties are so fractured. Uh, it's, it's either you're on board with Trump or you're, we're going to bury you. And uh, the Democrats have their own issues, you know, the uber left, radical left, as they're often referred to as, and then the more moderate left that is uh, Joe Biden, even though he is acting more and, and, and legislating more left than he ever has in his life uh, because he kind of has to, to a certain where it feels like he has to. I don't know. We'll do that on another, a case study at another time. But I figured it was time to go back to the desk of 45 as somehow the Trump uh, camp has bogarted in on my email, my Yahoo email, which I'm happy to have them, but I didn't sign up for this. But so this is basically his Twitter account in my email. Uh, the the decision of whether he's going to be back in Facebook or on Facebook or not, I think they're still pending on, I don't know. Let him on Facebook, let him on Twitter, let him on Instagram. I don't give a damn. Uh, that doesn't mean anything to me. But so here's uh, from the desk of Trump. I've got several of them here. I'll get as many to you as I can really quickly. Some are very short. Some are very long. And uh, they bounce around from the last week or so. From the desk of 45, so nice to see Rhino, Republican in name only, Mitt Romney booed off the stage at the Utah Republican State Convention. They are among the earliest to have figured this guy out. A stone-cold loser. Wow. (laughs) Thanks for that, Don. Uh, heartwarming to read new polls on big shot warmonger Liz Cheney of the great state of Wyoming. She is so low that her only chance would be if vast numbers of people run against her, which hopefully won't happen. They never liked her much, but I say she'll never run in a Wyoming election again. So Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney's political careers are pretty close to over. Thanks to our former president. The fraudulent presidential election of 2020 will be, from this day forth, known as the, in all caps, the big lie. Another one from the desk of 45. I put that one in the end. Let's do this one. All right. Wait, uh, are, are we, are we going to seriously humor him that he's doing this from a desk? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I'm just terminology. Like this, this is happening on his phone, and someone else is typing. It. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. Twitter stock plunged as results are no longer cutting it for investors. Shares are off 15 percent today. Bad forecasts are hurting the outlook, but more importantly, in my opinion, it has become totally all caps boring as people flock to leave the site. Michael Nathanson said, "The math doesn't make sense." As he lowered his price target. I don't know who that is. I guess that's what happens when you go against, all caps, freedom of speech. It will happen to others also. All right, this is a longer one here. Bear with me for a second. From Don Trump. The radical left Democrat Party has gone absolutely, all caps, insane 
in fighting the forensic audit of the 2020 presidential election scam right now taking place in the great state of Arizona. They sent a team of over 100 lawyers to try and stop it because they know what the result of the Arizona Senate-sponsored audit will be, and it won't be good for the Dems. The audit is independently run with no advantage to either side, to either side. but the Democrats don't want to hear anything about it because they know they lost Arizona and other scam election states in a landslide, all caps. They also know that the Arizona state legislator approved virtually none of their many election requests, which is totally, all caps, unconstitutional. The people of Arizona are very angry, as are the people of our country. If we can't have free and fair elections, we don't have a country. The audit must continue. America deserves, all caps, the truth. That was a long-winded one there. Yep. Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't happen on Twitter. Not enough character yeah, uh, limit for that. Yeah, the character limit would get them on that. I've got uh, just less than two minutes and about two more of these we'll get to you from the desk, the virtual desk of Don Trump, the 45th president of the United States. Incredible organization and integrity taking place in Arizona with respect to the fraudulent 2020 presidential election. These are great American patriots, but watch the radical left Democrats, quote unquote, demean and destroy campaign will start very soon. They will say anything they can to take away the integrity, validity, and credibility of what these incredible patriots are doing. But the people of Arizona won't stand for it. They were among the earliest to see that this was a rigged election. So, he, I mean, this, this dude is just not stopping on the rigged election thing. I mean, he's going to go to his grave with this one. And the last one here with a little over 60 seconds left in the show. This has nothing to do with uh, 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 politics. Just is more nonsense. What was... What used to be called the Academy Awards and now called the Oscars, a far less important and elegant name, had the lowest television ratings in recorded history, even much lower than last year, which set another record low. If they keep with the current ridiculous formula, it will only get worse, if that's even possible. Go back 15 years, look at the formula they then used, change the name back to the, all caps, Academy Awards, don't be so politically correct and boring, and do it right. Also, bring back a great host. These television people spend all their time thinking about how to promote the Democrat Party, which is destroying our country, and cancel. And they try to cancel conservatives and Republicans. That formula certainly hasn't worked very well for the Academy. Ugh. Thanks. Nice to know what Don Trump thinks about the Academy Awards. That's all I got. Out of time. Keon will be with you for the rest of the morning. We'll do it again on a Thursday. My name is Brian. Stone on Air Radio Podcast. Nougat Radio, 92.7. See you later. Goodbye.